Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Islam for Christians, episode 68, Hadith. Adam was a giant, and we will be too. This Hadith is from the Al-Bukhari collection, number 3326. Um, I'm going to kind of abbreviate it a little, just give you kind of the beginning and the end, rather than a whole bunch of Arabic things that are gonna, just going to distract an English speaker from the theme. So it was like this. The prophet said, Allah created Adam, making him 60 cubits tall. When he created him, he said to him, go and greet that group of angels and listen to their reply, for it will be your greeting and the greeting of your offspring. So Adam said to the angels, peace be upon you. And the angels said, you know, peace and Allah's mercy be upon you. And they added something to it in Arabic. And it says, any person who will enter paradise will resemble Adam in appearance and figure. People have been decreasing in stature since Adam's creation. That's the big part. <laughs> the beginning and the end of this. Allah created Adam, making him 60 cubits tall. And then the end. People have been decreasing in stature since Adam's creation. This hadith is particularly interesting for our time, for us here in the 21st century, because particularly over the last 100 years, as technology and better economic systems, they continue to pull almost the entire world out of grinding, dire poverty. People are getting taller, not smaller, taller. And the reason is pretty obvious. They're getting better nutrition. They suffer from fewest di fewer diseases, or at least have better access to treatments for those diseases. Prenatal care is better, and so on. We are gaining in both height and, of course, weight. My country in particular is gaining weight. But most of us would actually be giants in my, well, maybe not giants in Muhammad's world, but we'd be taller than normal. Even those of us who are average or even small here. You know, so we live in a world in which humans are getting bigger by all measures. And then we see something like this. The first man was a giant. And we were made in the image of God. So when we die, we will all look like Adam or Eve, whichever one you are. Uh, women do seem to be left out of these types of hadith for some reason. Okay, so Adam, the first man, he was a giant. Now, most biblical readers know that the earliest people were said to have had lifespans that were just ridiculously long, hundreds of years. You know, Adam, Noah, people like that. Sometimes getting closer to a thousand years even. But Adam's height is not mentioned at all in the Bible. And the Hadith is kind of filling in that gap here with an interesting statement about the beginning and end of mankind. So according to this Hadith, how big was Adam? Back before a bunch of French guys tied their measurement system to the speed of light as a constant, measurements were not so exact. Um, so the cubit, it's not really an exact measurement. It's from the elbow to the top of the fingers. 
This varies based on where and when you were using a qubit, but the qubit Muhammad was talking about in his world, using that measurement, that puts Adam's height around 90 feet or so, or 30 meters for the metric people. Give or take plenty on that. It could be just as easily uh, quite a bit smaller, quite a bit larger, because like I said, it's inexact. It's a qubit. Now, even if it's inaccurate, that's huge. At that height, we would not just be the lords of the earth for our intellectual prowess and the dexterity that allows us to build and manipulate things. We would literally be the tallest things on earth, or at least the tallest animals on earth. And I'll bet a frame like that probably weighed a lot too. We would be taller than most trees and certainly taller than any other animal. And unless the giraffes, of course, were bigger too, you know, there's no mention of that, but Think about how many calories it would take to sustain a man who is 90 cubits tall. And, you know, you'd have to adjust the weight, too. Otherwise, the skeleton's going to collapse. So it's a very good thing that it was just him and Eve at the beginning at this height. You know, if you think about the resources that they would use, because a planet of 7 billion people of that size would be stripped bare. It would probably look like the moon. So. Why is this interesting? Why am I highlighting this? Just giving Adam a height is interesting in and of itself, but I'm more interested in the implied theological statement of this. Not just that Adam was tall and we continue to shrink, you know, that's important sort of, but also that we will be restored to Adam's original height. Now for the Christians listening, does that sound familiar? What concept is creeping in here that is otherwise absent in Islam? Of course, we're talking about Adam here. So this is the Islamic fall and the Islamic redemption, to use Christian language. As I've mentioned before, Islam has no original sin, no fallen nature resulting from the first man, no intrinsic inborn sin. But in this, there is, metaphorically, the idea that we are moving further and further from the original creation. That's what the Siddhith is talking about. But that the original creation was superior to the path humans would take after it. Now, this isn't explicitly, explicitly mentioned in that text. I'm reading between the lines here. It is just about height and giving a continuity between the first man and the greeting that he was given by the angels, making it known that Adam and us, you know, were very, very different heights, but that we come from Adam, and then Adam we will be. So theoretically, we will eventually be taller. But that does seem pretty meaningless without some kind of larger significance, right? If it's about how tall you will be in heaven, why bother to mention that? If everyone is the same height, what does it matter what height that is? Would you even notice, you know, in this giant habitat that God has created for you, if everything's adjusted proportionally? No, this probably is not just about height. This really looks like the concept of restoration. This is God cleansing people to restore a previous state of being. Now, again, it doesn't say anything about cleansing. But it does talk about entering paradise. 
And in Islam, how does one enter paradise? By being good, by being faithful, by being sort of clean. If a person walks the sunnah, the straight path, that person will be restored to Adam's original 90 cubits. And where did Muhammad get this from? Historically, the only similar thing, the only source that resembles this idea, are old Jewish traditions and commentaries on the book of Genesis. Like I said before, it's not in the Bible itself, this whole thing about Adam being this giant guy. Just like it's not in the Quran either. But this story, much like the book of Genesis, isn't necessarily about physical history. It can be, and that's important to many people, and that's fine. But the larger message is what carries forward the story of God and his people. And in Christianity, that's the story of salvation, of what we once were, and of what we can be again. You see this in Islamic hadiths as well, the restoration of the original man. And the description is physical, that of height. But the figurative meaning could be hinting at much, much more. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Inshallah. Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.